1: hello (laughs) good start hello (laughs) anybody there is anybody there my daddy
2: it's not it's not spooky anymore is it no oh no No. could have been but it's not it's illegal
3: we're not the statute of spookitations has has passed now yeah
1: that's right October 31st rolls around it's illegal to be seen outdoors being spooky and you will be apprehended oh yeah it's Christmas time now that's it. Um, is this Merriots then? Oh, that sounds a bit too, too close to a hotel chain. We might get done for that.
2: Jingliots.
1: <laughs> Jingliots
2: oh, is good. Jingliots sounds a bit too close to Jinkles, actually.
3: Yeah, we can't say Jinkles, can we? Don't say Jinkles. Mm. Oh, oh. Christiots? Christiots is good. Christiots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christiots. Jez, 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 Jesuits. Oh, good. It rolls off the tongue. I like it.
3: Yeah. Uh, with all the jesses at the start there that I did. Jesuits
1: Jesuits. Uh
3: what about um uh figgy, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now figgy pudding
1: Perfect.
3: figgy pudding
2: doesn't it sound horrible? Figgy pudding. Figgy pudding.
3: Have you ever figgy had figgy pudding. figgy
1: pudding? No, have you? No, oh, no. Fig- what is figgy pudding? Figgy I, I assume it's figs, yeah, but prob- <laughs> probably.
3: <laughs> no, it's pudding, Michael. <laughs> oh,
1: mm. It's awfully figgy. Whatever it is, it sounds like it
2: keeps you incredibly regular. It does, regular. doesn't
3: it? <laughs> It'll fire right out of you again, undigested. <laughs> I, yeah. I sort of, I'm impressed by how, after saying no, no Halloween talk, and then sort of ironically starting to talk about Christmas, we've we're now having a conversation about Christmas.
1: Yeah, I'm just figgy pudding got me on, got um, bread and butter pudding in my head, which. Admittedly, I've never had it in my life, and mm. I didn't realise it's literally just slices of bread in a pudding. Like, the, the main ingredient is bread. It is. Yeah. It's delicious. Uh, is is it? I mean, I yeah. I mean, I like bread, I like butter, and I like pudding, so I can't see why I wouldn't like it.
2: You have to it's, get it right. It can be a bit soggy, I find. Yeah. Soggy it, pudding. It basically
3: really? has the consistency of a steamed pudding that you would mm. have with <laughs> a custard or an ice cream. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good.
1: Steamed puds. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah what are we what are we doing i think we're doing a are we doing a pod
2: are we recording podiots right now or are we just chat chatting, uh, chatting recording, to each other
1: recording podiots
2: pudi- that's the one <laughs> hey. Hey. figgy podiots
1: oh these are getting worse <laughs> aren't they <laughs> <laughs> the first worse. few minutes of the podcast always a bit rough
3: Hello everybody and welcome to Podiots, the official, official Video podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three uhs, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing, uh uh thing uh uh along to talk, to talk uh about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. How the, the Dickens are you all? Whoa. How dare you say
1: that? Sorry, how the mother. penis are you all? Yeah, Thank P- you, penis
2: zins, are you
1: all? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I'll I'll admit I'm a bit stinky at the minute. Oh, oh no, a bit stinky. What's new? <laughs> I just <laughs> what's new? Wow, rude! I, I, that's 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 the main thing that's going on in my life. In fact, I haven't showered today. But- Oh, this is to okay. be recurring theme that's of lockdown It's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't washed before the show. You told us you haven't drank any water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm falling apart.
2: What's going on over there, Mikey? What's the what's the problem?
1: I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a game called Cookie Clicker? Oh no! Yes, I have. I've fallen back into that, oh, um, and it's literally every waking hour spent looking at this screen, racking up cookies. How far is, have you got? Yeah, what is the? I, I
3: know I know about what it is, but is it? Does it
1: really have that kind of hold on you? It's it's weird. I like it's just it's just this natural instinct. That's like numbers are going up. That's good. I like that. Let's make those numbers bigger. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm currently producing 857 billion cookies a second. Wow. <laughs> right. And i I discovered there's actually like there's a, there's a proper community behind Cookie Clicker and i've read into it more and apparently the end game takes four or five years to get to of pretty consistent play jesus <laughs> oh my god and isn't
2: it all done it's all just sort of done like in notepads like the visual style is or is it does well, not look like that anymore like it used to Oh, it's to... been,
1: been totally revamped revamp now it looks amazing wow does it that's it's just it's a pleasure to go at for 14 hours a day let's see cookie clicker my goodness. Oh no, but Peter, Peter, don't open it, it's dangerous. Yeah, Peter's not going to be able to do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> no, I just
3: want
2: now. to see what it looks like, because it used to, didn't it used to just be, is it, how do you pronounce that, a- ASCII art, as- ASCII, ASCII? Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh,
2: just, it just letters, like, it, as I say, like a notepad document or whatever, but, uh, wow, look at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got prisms, time machines, Christ, army of grandmas, it's Cookie great.
3: Clicker, clicker. Um, Right, um. I'm now here. <laughs> Robot burgers, bake. Okay,
2: I've looked up Cookie Clicker original, and there isn't any. There are no images where it used to look like that. I think that, wasn't there a separate? There was a very similar thing as well. That yeah, I think. I oh, the, you may had,
1: be thinking of Dwarf Fortress.
2: Uh, I don't think of Dwarf Fortress. Oh no. Uh, Candy Box. Oh. Yeah, that had candies and lollipops, but it was a very similar thing. It's like. You would plant candies, they would turn into like lollipop trees, which would then make more candies. It was kind of the same thing, um, and that was all done just with you know, it looked like a
3: oh,
1: yeah, I remember from this Game one. Game
2: facts or something, you know,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, I bought a grandma. Oh, you got a grandma? Well done. I bought a grandma, congratulations, it's like worms, yeah. Um, so this is it, huh? This is this is what eventually the game starts playing itself and that's the best game i'm gonna buy another grandma (laughs) what do the grandmas do don't get
2: too into it otherwise you won't be able to shower anymore
3: Uh, i've got no one to stink up it's okay
2: (laughs) true
1: yes to be fair i'm just blending in with the ferrets at this point so it's all right yeah yeah that's that's fine anyway
3: that's me how are you boys i bought a third grandma
1: whoa three grandmas you greedy boy how does that even work I'm gonna, close, to? I'm gonna close. I'm gonna close it now. There we go. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Mm. <laughs> have you? What have you two been up to? No, no clicking of cookies. I take it.
2: Um. God, I don't know. I mean, I've been away for a few days. Um, <laughs> You're
3: thinking really hard about whether or not you've been clicking cookies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm try, I'm trying well.
2: to think what I can and can't say because my thing is about uh, something that happened to me while I was away. So Ooh. you know, I've got to. Gotta gotta hang fire, but uh, yeah, I've I've spent spent a couple of days in Northumberland just with Amy in a self catering like Airbnb. So we it was we were able to do it without coming into contact with any other human beings. Um, apart from on on one one day we went and had a socially distant meal out, but apart from that we've been nice and isolated. Isolated.
3: Oh, nice. Nice. Aww, um, lovely. That's yeah. nice. Are you guys ready for lockdown two? Oh boy! Yeah, Yay. can't wait. Yeah, sequel to lockdown. It's going to be good. It's going to be especially when it
2: happens over Christmas. That'll be really lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They could have yeah. maybe done it. You know, if they if they'd done it sooner, it might have just just eased at Christmas. But no, they waited until now. It can only be over Christmas yes brilliant
3: yeah let's delay it so much that when we have to take action it's at the worst possible (laughs) time
2: possible time indeed
1: (laughs) the the economy needs all that money to feed poor children right but the economy michael the economy the economy (laughs) oh great great
3: anyway i'll tell you i'll tell you what economy is is a robust one yeah Mm. what what economy economy yeah well we know that
2: it's Eight billion least, a second. At
3: least twelve grandmas on that operation, <laughs> I assume. Oh I have no, no
1: it's actually 14. Ooh, very 14. Efficient 14 all grandmas. <laughs> and
3: they're making a lot of cookies. Holy shit. Uh <laughs> no, that of course I'm talking about Pod Squad. If you would like oh. to support us financially, it really, really does mean the world to us and, and helps us out a lot with running costs and things. You may think, well, these idiots running costs they talking about we have to pay for podcast hosting and that kind of stuff and your your contributions help an awful lot if you just want to listen that's absolutely fine we love you and we appreciate your 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 listener support and also if you could go tell all of your cookie grandma's and they'll tell all their cookie grandmas that would be amazing too. If you would like to join Pod Squad, donate £3 or more, you will get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the next applicable podcast. And if you Whoa. want to do that, you go to streamlabs.com forward slash Podiats Donations. There's links in the description and all sorts of stuff like that. So without further ado, here comes your Pod
1: Squad for this week. Come, Bob Squarepants. Awful. Starting strong. Awful. Starting strong. Trunta's Beef Curtains Oof. Cameron Skelly Lil Willie DeFoy One Vowel from She-Ra Cheeky Last Minute Donation mm. Harry Houdini Fucked My Weenie <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear What Culture Bosses Love Trump <laughs> Oh my
2: god, do they? <laughs> oh, I <had> no idea
1: <laughs> We heard it here first <laughs> Boris the Cock Johnson Steven Scodes Specky Becky And Prince Beefcakes
2: Also, a very tired Asda employee, uh, Lord Brotovic, Emily Lemons, uh uh-oh, Stinky Poo Poo, uh, the very generous Aaron Bollard, who said, been following you boys or girls since the Name Redundant days. Don't think I've ever laughed as hard as during the flat arm story. (laughs) Thanks for all the laugh out louds in this sometimes very dark world.
0: Thank Uh, you, thank you, Aaron.
2: Thank you. Stookalicious is pooping. Uh... Raw hunting daughter, lovely. Um, Lance Corporal Scott Bukaki, uh, or Bukcake, I suppose. Book Repeated cake. concussive love tap. Uh, Kermit the Pog and uh, Tiny Pete Big Feet.
1: Okay. Oh, a classic.
3: We also have JT the Destroyer, Garf, Freddie Weber, a uh, big titty Jesus forty-two, Kevin from Con. Oh what is that? Oh is that you lowie me new Very good. Okay. Possibly? Yeah. Yeah, I've absolutely right. no idea what that. Yeah, don't is. ask There's me. I struggle with simpler names than that. Chucky the fucky doll? Uh shit in my bleep then bleep me. I censored that <laughs> because it was it wasn't funny. It was just disgusting. Wow. <laughs> Big Titty Jesus 42 again. Uh thin dick passive boyfriend. Oh. who was very generous and said, whatever happened to, to big-tittied supportive goth girlfriend? Where's she at? Did I get on the squad too late? Sad times. Keep it up, gentlemen. Also, yes to a and d thing. Ooh. Owen Wilson's own Wilson. Uh, invest in hamster cheese. And the lovable Casey or Kazzy. Thank you very much, everyone. That's your pod squad you. for this week. You get a shout-out at the end of the show as well. Streamlabs.com forward slash donations. Would you like a question, boys?
1: Yes, please.
3: Yes. This is from Jack Without the C. At Jack Whoa. Without the C. It's pronounced <laughs> Jack. <laughs> oh my God. How did I pronounce it?
2: Jack. But yeah. you pronounced oh. it with the C, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Silence.
3: Okay. No, I pronounced it very wrong. Mm. You hear a knock at your door. Ooh. You open the door. Ooh. It's delete as appropriate. Mikey, Peter, Ben, and exhibit. They're all here to pimp your ride. What are you having done to turn your car into the car of your dreams? Oh,
2: my God. I would like my car to have Tim Westwood just all over it. Fall back. Fall back. Um... (laughs) Just problematic Tim Westwood <laughs> going to university campuses and apparently being really creepy. Oh
1: good. Oh, that, that's course.
2: seemingly what he does nowadays. Um,
1: I wanna yeah. I wanna listen to Tim Westwood before he um became like he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a child, he must have been normal. He must have been a good little boy yeah. if something went wrong. Timothy Westwood. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's him. Actually, Timothy Northwood, thank you. Oh, Timothy
3: South <laughs> Forest.
2: Timothy, correct side of the tracks, wood <laughs> from from the nice part of town.
3: Oh God! So let's start with you, Michael.
1: Okay, I'm going to you... go for a, fart- a fartmobile. Okay, I was going to say you <laughs> currently don't have a vehicle, right? True. I, that's a that's a requisite of getting on. Um, pimp my ride, isn't it? So let's pick you a car to start with.
3: Like, what car are you going to pimp?
1: Could I just grab a ferret cage and mod that? Yeah. That's, that's what I've got at hand, because I can't afford a car right now, so the best I can do is a, a cage. They've got wheels on them, so... Oh, well. if it it's ferret got wheels? Drawn, oh, fine.
2: Like, a, like a sort of carriage. It's like a ferret-drawn oh. coach with... You can sort of whip some reins and say, yeah, and off they go. Is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll incorporate the ferret into so that'll be good. Hmm. Um, it's, it's powered by pure methane. It's very environmentally friendly. It converts it into nice smelling rose smells. Hmm. Everywhere I go, the, the, the smell of the ferrets is disguised by this lovely rose smell. <laughs> um, it's got to have hydraulics. I want to be bopping up and down the street everywhere I go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, I remember on one one of my favourite bits of Pimp My Ride was on one episode where they were looking around this person's car and just in the front of the car, they had a sticker that said, it's fun to fart on your friends. (laughs) And sadly, that didn't survive the makeover. So I'm going to make that part of my makeover. I want that big bumper sticker that says, it's fun to fart on your friends. fun
3: to fart on your friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it just? Isn't it just? Um, I, I think... I'm going to make it work so that um, it can drive in any direction. Oh. So, like, there's going to be a spinny chair in the middle. So I never actually really need to turn the car. I just make... It's like a weird tank that can go in any direction.
2: Because you just and get it, the ferrets it, to run whichever direction you want, and they'll drag it in that direction.
1: Mm. I guess we have one ferret on each side of the yeah. cage. So then, yeah. And then whenever I want them to go somewhere, I just there's um, a ferret treat dispenser, which tells them where to go. Hmm. And a- obviously, some spoilers. Some sick spoilers. Oh, you need a spoiler.
2: Snape kills oh, yeah. Dumbledore. Um, oh,
1: oh, oh man! No,
2: uh oh, oh. kills Tywin Lannister. He doesn't. That's he doesn't. <laughs> he does he? Does fuck <laughs> his aunt though?
1: Yeah. Someone's just panic quit the podcast. They have yeah. <laughs> 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 No, Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> a, a beloved series which everyone definitely didn't forget about after the last season yeah
3: no yeah. one talks about it anymore no they don't do the they? only time people talk about it is to say wow nobody talks about it anymore mm.
2: <laughs> what a legacy
1: it's yeah incredible work by the uh the team there well, really work. good yeah. uh peter what's your base vehicle
2: well so the three of us i think are coming from three different angles. So you do have your own car. I should know. I remember it oh, bearing yes. down on me at 25 <laughs> miles an hour. Hang um, on. It was
3: not. <laughs> you can't edit the narrative like that. I was going very slowly. You were going incredibly slowly. This 25. Video you would be so hurt. Yeah,
2: I know. That was the problem. It felt like 25, even though it was about five. Just
3: rolling, um, Just rolling towards you. It's yeah. such
1: a funny bit. It's just the, the visual of it's so weak. But the, the fear <laughs> in Peter is palpable on set. It's just, It was terrifying.
3: Yeah, I
2: was fine until the camera started. Well, no, I mean, we filmed the, the dressing process as well. But as soon as you sort of stood back for the wide, I was like, <laughs> hang on. What, what are we doing here again? What's this, happening?
1: Oh, no. It's like, like a scene out of Fast and Furious film, like this dark garage, Ben turns on the car. The headlights come on. Yeah, just rum 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 rum. Yeah,
3: the most menacing <laughs> vehicle you have <laughs> ever seen.
1: For
2: anyone who's baffled by this, I mean, I don't know how you've not seen this video if you're listening to Podiots, But Ben hit me with his car while I was wrapped up in bubble wrap on yeah. idiots.
3: Some say that's when we jumped the shark at idiots. Like that, there was there was no no. I'm saying it. Uh. There's there was no <laughs> there was no coming back, but there was also no I think exceeding that moment maybe no. so you know that's when uh, we reached peak idiots, and i don't know what we could have done apart from hit you with a bigger vehicle
2: <laughs> we could have got maybe another copy of the little britain dvd game and played that in full we could that's good done. yeah I that like was how we corrupted the game peak yeah yeah oh.
1: i wouldn't say we jumped the shark we backflipped over that motherfucker yeah we <laughs> fucked that shark up
2: indeed yeah, we wrapped the shark in bubble wrap and ran over it um <laughs> But as I was tr- going to say before, I got distracted by about by you me knowing that you have a car because yes. I was hit by it. Yes, uh, you do have a car. Mikey doesn't have a car. I, in the past week, have acquired a car, but <gasps> it's not mine. It's me mum's. i I
3: mean me mum's car. I mean me mum's
2: car. Broom, broom, which is very <laughs> nice. Um, at the moment, uh, just because everyone's working from home and stuff, uh, they have both cars. At their house and they were like we're just not using one of them and it's gonna just seize up or we're gonna have to just keep running it around the block so uh they brought the car up uh parked it in my garage socially distantly uh i i left it there for a couple of days and then got in it um because they're they're like looking after my grandparents so we didn't want to come into contact with each other at all uh, we're doing the sensible thing but anyway we, we've ended up with uh with a car here which is nice but not mine so i'm pimping my mum's car broom broom (laughs) nice (laughs) nice um it's a ford fiesta it's a very good reliable car Mm -hmm. um
1: that's that's when you've got like an okay car the biggest compliment you pay pay is it's very reliable it's incredibly
2: reliable (laughs) it's hardly needed any work doing to it at all and it's about I don't know, 15 years old or 10 years old or something and it's just nice. still going.
3: It's a fiesta, strong. isn't it? It's a fucking party on wheels.
2: It is. <laughs> absolutely. Um but just to make it a true party on wheels, uh when Amy and I were away um over the, the long weekend, uh, we've already got National Trust sticker in the windscreen so we can go to the national trust Excellent. we also have now joined english heritage oh, in true oh peter gosh. austin style in his mum's car yeah. broom broom so very good i think i'm gonna need a bigger windscreen to start with for all of my um culture historical site parking stickers yes um so that's the first and most important thing loads of windscreen space so we can get into all of these castle car parks without having to pay Mm -hmm. um beyond that i mean who who needs a pimped ride when you can just drive to a castle am i right (laughs) yeah
3: sure pretty pimping what if you turned your entire ford fiesta into a castle (laughs)
2: Into a moving oh. castle, yeah. Oh nice. Mum's moving castle.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've built around the chassis of the the original car and you're just on the ramparts at the top with a steering wheel. Yeah. Like Mr. Bean. Like Mr. Bean. <laughs> just like Mr. Bean, yes.
2: <laughs> that's oh, that's brilliant. kind of it. That's all I need. I guess that maybe maybe put a bit of four wheel drive on it and some, some good tires so that I can get to the, the real wilds of Britain. But mm. other than that, you know, that's that's all I need. Wow. A castle on wheels,
1: amazing, beautiful.
2: What about you, Ben? What are you going to do with your your own actual car that belongs to you?
3: Well, as you both know, my car is already sort of perfect and doesn't oh, yeah. need doesn't need pimping at all. It's a very mm. cool car. Um, it's it's hip and goes fast.
2: It doesn't sort of uh, seize up to the point where. Sometimes you'll have to drive it for a bit where the wheels don't turn. Yeah, if you've not no, that's
3: never happened. Where it rusted
2: up and the wheels won't turn. I tell you what's
3: never happened mm. is when I drove it once after a couple of months of inactivity around the car park and the the right rear wheel was so seized up that it just dragged along the floor. <laughs> it I made, made it sound like, it. like I was doing donuts in the car park and everyone <laughs> came to their windows to look. At the very slow, tiny vehicle just driving (laughs) in a straight line.
2: With only three wheels turning and one dragging like a limp dog.
3: And you know what then didn't happen? What didn't happen? Some guy leaning out his window and going, I think one of the wheels is seized up.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh. Thanks, yep. Cool. Yeah, I know. Because
3: that's never happened, obviously there's nothing wrong with the car. So, yeah. uh if I were to pimp it, I'd probably get the air conditioning fixed. Ooh. Um I would maybe see about getting the dead spider removed from the rear brake light. <laughs> I don't know how to get it out. So that's <laughs>
1: Exhibit comes to your front door with a camera crew. What would you like done to the car? Oh, could you just get rid of the spider for a second? Don't know like...
2: how to get the spider out of there.
3: <laughs>
1: Exhibit's
3: gonna take one look and just be like, nah. This isn't for me. You need Fall my back. you need you need my far less impressive brother, Show and Tell, to come and get <laughs> the spider
2: out. Oh god.
3: I'd put I'd like some sort of cow catcher on the front made of bouncy castle, uh, nice. just in case I hit a Peter. Because it does happen, as as we've seen.
2: Cow bouncer, oh, yeah. you don't catch anything. Your chances
3: of running over Peter are low, but they they are never zero.
2: No, that's absolutely
3: right. So you need to be prepared. And then, like Mikey says, a spoiler, because you've got to have a spoiler.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about um, oh. oh? I should get a PS2 in the front. PS2, yeah, I want a PS2
3: <laughs> built into the dashboard. In fact, nice. just take up the whole windscreen with a really big CRT. <laughs> the
2: best thing about the PlayStations or TVs in the front of the car is you obviously can't use those when you're driving. So what, are you are just gonna go out and sit on your driveway playing PlayStation? Like it seems at home. That way. <laughs> Didn't you I know?
3: think I heard a story about like maybe it was that specific one or it might have been a different pimp my ride where they like, took loads of shit out of it after they finished We've filming. We've talked about
2: this, yeah. Yeah, is that right? You, Was you that the PS2 on a, one? We did a, a Worst Games Ever recently, Pimp My Ride Street Racing, and we talked about how we'd heard this, and we don't really know if it's true or where it came from, the the claim that, yeah, they then just remove all the stuff afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, I could I could not do that. I'd keep that car forever, even if I never drove it.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. Those Some of those cars... They look really weird today. So strange. Pimp my ride car.
1: Oh, we're both googling at oh, the man. exact same time. <laughs> Come there. On, let's have a look.
2: I remember when we played Pimp My Ride, the other one where you can ghost ride the whip, which I think was at Vidya's. That worst games ever. Mm, and yeah, yeah. Ghost riding
3: the whip. That was it.
2: One of the clients was uh, she was a fashion student, and so we put a sewing machine in the bed of the truck. Oh, which why? Was, uh, why? Oh, <laughs> it's going to sit I in the back? That. Like outside as well. Like it was a, you know, it was a pickup truck, and it was just in the bed. You know, just Googling so strange. It now.
1: Wow, then sent car. a beautiful. I, that's it's a giant. real beauty of a car.
3: This one, this one has a chocolate fountain in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that that's one, not
2: good over speed. Though. That first one you posted has some sort of. Is that just loads of weed in the window? What's that there? What's that green stuff? I don't oh know. God. Maybe it's
1: a
3: horrible inlay, like a carpeted inlay.
1: Oh, oh my God. The chocolate oh. fountain. <laughs> There's a chocolate
3: for. fountain and candles and a rose and then just massive speakers. It also, the in the fuck? background on the right hand side, it appears to say twat. <laughs> <It> does, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> twat. Twat.
2: That is liquid chocolate.
1: Oh, very good. Thanks. Big fan of the paint job on this one, though. It's
2: badass. Oh wow,
1: they it's are like, garish, aren't they? Yeah. Oh holy shit! It's like it it's was constantly a different
2: time. Traveling at eighty-eight miles an hour, or whatever yeah. it is.
3: Exhibits actually in that one.
2: Yeah. Oh, there he Look is. What he's done. Oh, he's quite small, isn't he? Yeah. He looks really disappointed with what's happened.
3: And next to him oh. is the small one there. That's show and tell.
2: Yeah. Ah, there we go. He can get the spiders out heavy
3: breaks shit wow that was a great question uh let's mm. move Good, on yeah, to the that. first thing of today who would like to go first
2: i've got a i've got a little thing that i can uh, show show <laughs> you will <about. laughs> have you now go on, <laughs> oh, go on. Yeah. show you yeah. it. little it. thing for you <laughs> um i'm glad i remembered about this little thing because it's i really wanted to bring this to to the show and i forgot about it just before we started recording and i was gonna tell some story i'd found on the internet that apparently isn't even true and i was like oh god what am i gonna do it's not even real this story and we're about to record but i've remembered an anecdote what done happened to me on the weekend (gasps) okay yay so amy and i've been away to northumberland um and uh as i say on the first night we were there we went to the local pub in the village that we were at because we had been told that they were spacing out very nicely and it was you know if you if you're gonna go out once on your stay here that's probably a, a good ish place to go and we we took all the precautions and we signed in and we nhs apped and we washed our hands and so on and so forth um and we had a lovely time um and uh when we when we sat down we looked at the menu and it was like it was kind of you know, there's different tiers of pub food in Britain. There's your weather spoons, which is Bad. Microwaved, bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Um and there's, you know, you can go to really pretentious bistro pubs where it's like, you know, you can get sort of the the anus of a sloth or something, and it you know, the it's that. three times baked and it's got a a a, a a mango air on it or something, mm, whatever that is.
1: My favorite.
2: Um, and this was sort of middle tier. It was like there was some quite there was like game game meat on there, you know, um, like seasonal stuff. It wasn't just here's here's the steak and here's the gammon. Um, so we were like, let's treat ourselves. We're on holiday. We'll have a starter as well as a main and maybe Oof. even a pudding
3: afterwards. Oh, you are bad. Oh.
2: We are bad. We are naughty. Um, but not only did we just order a starter, we ordered some slightly slightly pretentious starters mm-hmm. in that uh, we thought we'd have the Pheasant Parfait. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Uh, in fact, it wasn't Parfait. It was a Pheasant Tureen, uh, mm. which is different to a Parfait in that it's like kind of like dog food, really. It's like a cold. <laughs> it's it's in like a square. Like it's been dropped. It, like They've peeled off the foil and then gone... On top uh, of your plate. But, you um, ever had
3: steak tartare? Yeah, it's a bit like, like that. Because that, that's not. I discovered that wasn't actual steak, steak. the hard way. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bean <laughs> makes that mistake. <laughs> in well, it's uh, good to know that I'm in excellent, <laughs> intelligent company.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we both ordered the uh, the pheasant terrine. And it came uh, like like parfait wood with sort of toasty stuff that you put on. You put it on, like spread it onto toast. The tiny uh, bread. Yeah, the tiny <laughs> bread. Uh, and there's never enough tiny bread, is there? No. Um, so we were tucking in. I'm like, oh, aren't we... Look how look how good we are eating pheasant, for starter, at the pub. <laughs> and um, we were chewing away. And like looking at it, it was seemed to be like sort of different bits of meat that had been put together. Like they used different bits of the pheasant, you know? Because um, you could kind of see it was different shades and textures throughout the uh, the slab, and as I'm chewing my way through, I suddenly sort of crunch down on this thing that's like really hard, and I'm like, oh, geez, it like nearly broke my tooth. I was like, flip me, there's like a bit of bone in here. You can you can swear, so, Peter. Fuck me, there's a fucking nice. bone in here. Um, just <laughs> oh, like a God. little little fragment of bone. So. Um, I didn't actually say anything. I just sort of bit down on it and silently went, mm, you know, in my mm-hmm. head. And Amy could then see me sort of fishing around inside my own mouth with my tongue, trying to find this bone fragment to, like, take take out. And she's like, what, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? I was like, oh, there's, there's, like, a bit of bone in here. I'm just trying to, trying to find it. And I could, it was really small. Like, I kept sort of finding it, and then it was, like, getting lost again inside my oh. mouth. Until I eventually found it and I took it out and it was really hard. I was like, even for bone, this is like very, very hard. And when I put it on the plate, it was a bit of shotgun pellet that had been used to kill the pheasant that I was eating. That
3: is the toriest sentence I have ever heard.
2: Isn't it (laughs) just? I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And I've got it. I've got it here. I kept the pellet. Did you talk to the pub Uh, people? I, I I debated talking oh, to the pub people because done. I think I don't know if shot is still made of lead. Is it? It certainly used to be lead shot. Um,
3: oh man! Surely you wouldn't? They wouldn't use it on things they eat, right? If, if well, any I guess chance. not.
2: But anyway, let me uh, let me unwrap it. I've got it wrapped up because it's like oh, <laughs> I want to keep it forever. The bullet that I nearly swallowed. Um, it's only little. It's a ball bearing, but it's made of metal of course, and I'm going to see if I can drop it on the desk, whether you can hear it go... T-t-t-t-t. Okay, can yeah. we all listen very carefully? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? No. Nope. Oh, it's, it's being cancelled out. Let me hold my microphone right next to it. There okay. we, we go.
3: Oh, yeah, I heard oh, that.
1: There it is. That's, yeah. that's wow, a pellet, that sounded that's weighty. A pellet.
2: We'll give it one more. Oh, my goodness. There we go. So I've, uh, I've now got my own shotgun pellet um it really is just a little metal ball bearing um and it really hurt to bite down on Um,
1: oh that that yeah those are a bit hard aren't they jesus i think you would have
3: got your pheasant for free if you if you brought it up with the establishment
2: i really i thought about it but i thought you know in some ways it's not their fault is it they like what are they are they supposed to dig through the pheasant every time they kill one Mm -hmm. um I guess ordinarily maybe like 99 times out of 100 the pellets just go through the pheasant and out the other end yeah. um, and this one somehow became embedded inside it cuz I've never had that happen to me before with um you know if I've ever had like venison or you know something like that in a in a restaurant um that's been shot uh so yeah it was very weird um but uh Wow. It, it happened uh, but i i was i was too british about it i was like i'm not going to say anything i'm just going to just going to keep it
1: i hate that about us because i once ordered a cocktail and had some fruit on top of it and the fruit was quite clearly visibly mouldy it was all oh. fuzzy and horrible oh. and it took me 15 minutes to pluck up the courage to go and ask for a new one uh, I, why why we like no. this <laughs> man
3: like if i feel i'm within my rights to not complain but just bring it to the you know the establishment's attention I, I i am emboldened with a with mm-hmm. a courage that i wouldn't normally
1: have <laughs> i'm, I'm really i'm really sorry but my drink's got mold in it i'm so, so sorry i don't want to cause a fuss
0: <laughs>
2: it is a bit like that i mean i don't mind say like uh, You know, they, I think they, uh, they didn't bring one of our drinks at first because we ordered it in a kind of staggered way. And when they eventually brought some food, I said, Oh, can I, I, I think you were still waiting on this drink. And they're like, Oh, yeah, sorry. So, with certain things, arguably more mundane and, you know, not even <laughs> worth kicking up a fuss about, I, I was like, Yeah, where's, where's my drink? But when there's an actual bit of maybe lead inside my food, for some reason, I didn't, I think the, uh, to be honest, I think the real reason I didn't complain is that. They might want to see the pellet, and they might then confiscate the pellet from me, and I wanted to keep it, so I didn't want to it? tell anyone you were about a souvenir. it. souvenir? Oh,
1: that's cute. Wow. Well, you got it now. Are you gonna where are you gonna keep it? Have you got like a little box for it?
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the fridge. Um, just to add to food in future if you ever want to relive the experience. I'm gonna say you should
3: take it to another pub and just push it into whatever you eat like, oh, oh, that's what oh, the hell, there you go. There's still a ball bearing in here from when you shot my fish. Yeah. Oh my
2: God. There's still a ball bearing in this chip. What the hell have you done?
3: God. God. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Thank you, Peter. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing that. Oh. For my Tory experience. Uh, got... My Tory <laughs> story. Your Tory story. Tory story. Very good. We've got a- another question here. This time from Tommy the Wank Engine at Triglyceride Tea. On Twitter, (laughs) I recently got very drunk, turned on the shower, then passed out on the bathroom floor, leaving (laughs) my new roommate to believe I drowned. Oh my god! What's the worst slash most embarrassing things you lads have done while drinking the Devil's Drink trademark?
1: Oh my god! Sorry, can we just can we just all take a moment to picture that scene? Yeah, Yeah. Tom, his his roommate
3: thinking he'd died.
1: He, were you naked on the floor top? <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. Oh, God, It's impressive.
3: I can kick us off if you want. Oh, please. Yeah? Because Peter was there for some of this. Uh, <laughs> oh, do I'm you know what? Like, I was what thinking, this thinking about this
2: the other day when I was driving home and uh, was was thinking about the first thing I was going to do when I got home. So oh. I think this is what you're about to say.
3: Oh, what? Going to do a wee when you got home?
2: Yeah. 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 No, we're thinking the same
3: thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... When uh, Peter and his lovely fiancee Amy used to live in uh, a different part of Newcastle when, uh, when we all used to work at Wat culture, uh, we, we came over a few of us came over from, uh, from, from the office to sort of hang out one evening and have some drinks and play some board games and stuff. And I brought a little bottle of vodka with me and I drank a fair bit of it. And I feel like it was only me and Amy who were really drunk and everyone else was quite just having a nice time. I was going to say,
2: it was one of those nights where half the room drinks a lot and the other half doesn't. I think yeah. Jules as well had a, had a little bit, you know, had a, yeah, a fair bit. It's and possible. then Yeah, there were like two or three others who were like, yeah, you guys yeah. enjoy.
3: You guys are being loud, aren't you? Because yeah. I think all I remember is Amy and I loudly <laughs> singing that Persona 5 battle theme. <laughs> You'll never oh see it God. coming just just over and over again
2: over and
3: over. And it, it came time to go home. and of course the public transport in Newcastle's pretty good. So hopped down onto the metro and I was just sat there really drunk, waiting to, to get back home. and as a, a sort of about five minutes into the journey, I thought, I have never needed a piss more <laughs> in my entire life. And I don't think the metro stations have bathrooms at them, or some of them don't anyway. Yeah, mm. most of them don't, know. Um So I was like, I can't go on the train. I can't go in the station. Maybe I can just piss in a bush on the way home. But, yeah. and, and again, Peter can attest to this, and, and maybe Mikey as well, the the metro station closest to mine, because I, I moved back in, when, when I came back to Newcastle, I moved sort of just around the corner from where I used to live. Um, there's not a lot of privacy or hidden areas. It's all quite public. It's
1: like a main, main road, buses road. everywhere.
3: Mm. Yeah. So I staggered all the way home. The whole time, busting for a, for a wee. Got into my flat, unlocked the unlocked the door, got in, <laughs> shut the door behind me, threw off my coat, opened the bathroom door, <laughs> pissed myself.
2: Oh. <laughs> he got all the way home. <laughs> yeah
1: the body was just like oh we to like, do no! it.
3: no i couldn't i just couldn't do it it was like a foot there was like one foot to go until i was there and i could not i could not make it to the bathroom and i wet myself um you know just for the first couple of seconds and i was like fuck's sake and then and then i did the rest in the toilet but i just couldn't i just couldn't <laughs> well, at wait that point, just what, couldn't does it wait? matter I was just so excited about going to the toilet that I uh, I couldn't hold it anymore. So I'd say, you know, bad things have happened when I've been drunk before, but not, you know, I haven't hurt anyone or hurt myself. Like I know Mikey's hurt injured himself a few times, but that was certainly one that I then I think I was on a what Culture charity stream at like 5 a.m. because they were doing a 24 hour one on the wrestling channel. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I then had to get up, go there, and the first thing I did was say, oh, I pissed myself last night." It was really weird because <laughs> I thought it was really funny, and I, it is funny, obviously. <laughs> but I just wanted, um, I just wanted the world to know.
1: Uh, so I, it's, I don't know. There's there's several stories you can come out with after being drunk, and a lot of them are like, "Oh, that's quite funny." If you, if you just come out with, "Yeah, I got so drunk that I pissed myself last night," you just get some concerned looks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, okay." <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I. could not imagine the the, the the abject fear in just your whole body in those few seconds leading up to the pissing because <laughs> I I like I've been in situations like that. Thankfully, I've never got to that point where I've just done a wee or a poo on myself. <laughs> but it's like you're in pain, you're sweating, you're, you're clambering around like it it's really
3: horrible.
2: hurts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, there is Thank that you. whole
2: doorstep incontinence thing, isn't there? Where if you if you'd been five minutes from your house, you probably could have lasted longer than you did. But because you were there, your body's mm. like, I'll be I'll be able to do it in three seconds. So I'm going to give you a three <laughs> second warning. And if you're slower than three seconds, <laughs> fuck you. Um,
1: that used to happen to me. like for there was a period of a couple of months where my bodily functions just so happened to line up with when I left school. So I'd get about five minutes away from my house and there's the biggest urge to do a poo would come over me. <laughs> And it like as I kept walking, I start running a bit quicker. I palms sweaty, knees weak, <laughs> pants heavy. You're full of mom spaghetti. Full of mom's spaghetti. <laughs> of mom's spaghetti. <laughs> oh, it just it kept happening. It was just the worst. It meant I had to scramble upstairs and run up the stairs, caught off, bag off, just to get. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad my my, my cycles changed a bit because that was not fun.
2: Your cycle, yeah.
1: <laughs> my cycle, yes.
2: My drunk thing. I'm sure it's the the classic. I've been doing a podcast for more than a year and a half phrase. I must have talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But here it is. I, uh, when I was at uni in my second year, um, these guys who lived in a a house not far from us were, it was um, a 21st birthday party. And we went there and um, we were playing a drinking game. And there was a girl there who I uh, had had had, had a few. um, uh, uh, Yeah, come on. Um, did you do
3: kisses and cuddles
2: um r- rendezvous with uh right. in the oh past and was still <laughs> trying to uh st- stay in with all that kind of uh attention and so we were playing this drinking game and then we were sort of halfway through and she was saying oh i don't really i don't want to really keep playing this like i know that's kind of the point of the game like it's a sort of a an endurance thing, but I don't really want to. And I was like, hey, I'll drink for you as well. Oh. Um, I got very, very drunk. Um, one of the last things I had before I started throwing up in the toilet at 11 o'clock in the night, uh, when we'd only been there for two hours, was some amaretto. And now I can never drink amaretto again. Um, and I don't like <sighs> anything that's marzipani or almondy. <laughs> um, partly because of that so yeah only a couple of hours into the night i was like throwing up in their in their bathroom and the one person who came and looked after me for a lot of the night was the guy whose birthday it was oh, he was like no. sitting with me while i was vomiting in his bathroom um all of my mates who lived with me went home uh, at like two or three o'clock in the morning without me um and then when it got to when i sort of was able to actually stand up without being sick again i was like okay i'm gonna walk home it's just around the corner and again this guy whose birthday it was was like oh, i'll make sure you get home all right I'll, I'll come and i'll walk back with you I was like oh you don't have to do that you know but thanks very much and as we're walking back um he's saying to me i really think you should try and eat something when you get in i know you don't want to and i was like no nah, i'm not going to you can't make me you can't make me um, and he was like, I really think you should. I was like, No, 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 you can't make me. Um and as we crossed Halford's car park, uh, he looked down on the floor and saw um a paper bag from a bakery. And when he oh, reached no. when he reached into it, there was a gingerbread man inside no. <laughs> no. as as well as a pack of colouring pencils and like a, oh. a kiddies fun pack. Did you
3: eat the pencils? Um,
2: <laughs> he he insisted. I eat the gingerbread man oh, No, and I was oh. sort of still drunk enough that I was like fine whatever and I like gingerbread um, <laughs> but I have this memory and I don't know if it's because I do actually remember this or because he told me this after the fact or whether it's even true but I have a memory that even there was a leg missing from this gingerbread man, oh, man. so it wasn't even a fresh immaculate gingerbread man um, so that's that's one of the worst things I've done that's oh bad. Dear. I ate a Halford's car park floor gingerbread man. <laughs>
1: oh, dear, Peter. Oh, dear. <laughs> He's still here, so it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it in today's
2: climate. Let's just no, say probably that much.
1: Not. I've, I've just remembered one. I remembered it because there's photographic proof of it happening. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit gross. Uh, so we were at... Actually, I can't find the exact time this happened 12th of february 2012 this happened mm. um we were at a friend's house party um and we thought it'd be a good idea to do the cinnamon challenge Oh uh, uh, yeah and so i took a big old spoonful of that cinnamon and oh boy did it go wrong i vomited everywhere <laughs> oh, no. shit you're not meant to i've never seen that
3: happen with the cinnamon <laughs> no i've schnappy. never seen anyone react that way
1: <laughs> it was horrible because it was like the not being able to breathe the coughing and also the vomiting all in one I've got a picture of (laughs) of the middle of it. It's not that gross, but the sink does look a little bit vomity. Do you want me to send it? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Would you be
3: okay with us tweeting this, depending on how gross it is? Oh, absolutely.
1: I'll let you judge (laughs) if it's worthy. But you can just see the pain in my eyes. looks so unwell.
0: oh, oh Jesus.
2: Oh, I can I can fucking smell it. The vodka, can... the
3: vodka, The vodka, the the dirty cinnamon spoon, oh, the clumpy God. sink, the empty alcohol bottles all around it. The Paint dirty
2: spoon is so bad. Oh, oh no. Okay, this is what, going The worst on Twitter. bit of
1: this is um the person whose house we're staying at, um his sister got really angry at us. But she didn't get angry at me. For some reason, my friend, who you can see in the background trying to clear up my mess, got the full front of like her her force, and I was oh. like, I got off scot free. Too busy
3: oh. posing for photos.
1: Oh God! Oh, <laughs> Look the... at your fucking face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the cinnamon vomit sink. Look at it. It's...
1: Oh. oh, oh, that's on Twitter now. Great, thanks. Oh man, oh, Jesus, Jesus. that's incredible.
2: The I, lack I, of context uh, that people are going to have for that <laughs> while they wait for this episode to come out is just fantastic. Uh,
3: oh please do go and follow us on Twitter at vidiotsofficial uh, if you want to see every time we do one of these recordings as you've probably guessed by now we uh, there's a thread, there's a picture of Dave Benson Phillips that goes up that signals the recording of an episode and then we reply in a thread all the relevant photos that we discuss. As we go. So make sure oh, you go check those out. That's a beauty. Out.
1: And yeah, that's... Don't think that's the worst thing I've ever done, but that's definitely a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... And what a highlight it is. Oh, uh, Michael, your thing. Hello. Oh, I've got a lovely thing today. Have you boys ever heard of Action Park? No. Mm, oh, I almost... I was
2: about to say no, but I kind of feel like I might have now that you say that. I don't know. So,
1: so Action Park was a theme park in America notorious for how just stupidly dangerous it was <laughs> right and so I've, I've got like a little history of it i've got all the highlights of the, the shit that went down at action park it's, it's one of those things that i'd heard about i knew a little bit about it but i never properly read into it and now that i've read into it it's like holy crap what what went on in this place so i'm gonna give you all a little little story okay. about the best theme park in the world Eugene Mul- Hill was a new journey, new journey, <laughs> good start. New Jersey businessman with interests all over the place. And he found himself in the mid 70s, the sole owner of Vernon Valley slash the Great Gorge, a ski resort in Sussex County, about an hour's drive northwest of New York City. Mulvihill faced the dilemma of all ski operators. How do you monetize the property in the warm weather months? His idea drifted towards amusements, but not the standard roller coasters and carousels, but a more self-engaging fare. Mm. His ski resort company was called Great American Recreation, and damn it, Gene Mulverhill was going to recreate in what he considered the American way. I didn't proofread this. It's <laughs> <That's>
2: okay. <laughs> he
1: was he was going to recreate in what he considered the American way. I don't know what that means, but there <laughs> you go. I- <laughs> And thus, Action Park was born from this dilemma he was in. It opened on July 4th, 1979, and Gene came up with two opening day promotions that perhaps hinted at his target demographic, a Dolly Parton lookalike contest, (laughs) and a tobacco-spitting competition. Wow. (laughs) Off to a good start.
2: Billy Ray would fit right in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Oh, tobacco-spitting Dolly Parton loving walrus. (laughs) As the risk takers started coming to Action Park, Gene built Fast and Furious, spreading the gospel with gloriously cheesy commercials that emphasised a live on the edge ambiance. kids zooming out of water slides and ramming each other on go-karts. I highly recommend them searching Action Park commercial because it is like the most radical, bodacious American thing ever. It's like, I love Action Park. It's sick. Okay. Kids flying off water slides in the background. Okay. When Gene discovered that the force of hitting the water at the bottom of Surf Hill could tear off bathing suits, he took immediate action. By building a grandstand so spectators could watch his teenage burlesque show. What? (laughs) Oh Oh, boy, it's that kind of place. When a local TV reporter filming a live segment on the 70-foot bungee jump refused to take the leap, Andy's younger brother, Christopher, pushed him off the ledge... And he was and he was acting under instructions from the park's public relations director when he was doing that. So the management already completely messed up. The 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 braddest dudes you'll ever see. The park was definitely a product of a different time, but it helped that Jean was an expert at schmusing investigators and would be investigators. That he's the word investigators twice there. Good writing, me. For a while, he even got away with setting up his own insurance company based in the Cayman Islands. Wow! I guess wow. no one else would insure him at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Mulver Hill opened three action park areas: Alpine Center, Motor World, and Water World. What linked the three world, three lands was this: that chaos was king. The Alpine Center included the uh, the aforementioned slide and bungee jump, and later the Gladiator Challenge, which pitted Pugle stick-wielding visitors against park-employed combatants. On one occasion, a visitor who'd been bopped one many times with the bopping stick of a gladiator returned with a few friends, which prompted the gladiator to get a few of his own fellow warriors. The result was an all-out melee involving several dozen people, and when the Vernon police eventually restored order... It was all in a day's work for a force that, on another occasion, had to break up a fight between lifeguards and a group of bodybuilders (laughs) who'd thrown the guards into the pool. Oh, God. (laughs) This place sounds amazing. In Motor World, employees learned that sticking tennis balls into the governor devices of the Super Go Karts and the Lola cars allowed them to go much faster than their advertised 20 (laughs) mile an hour speed limit, as high as 50 miles an hour. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the battle action tanks were another extremely popular feature. Opponents commanded mini rigs and fired tennis balls, at, tennis ball cannons at one another while getting fired upon too by spectators who paid to shoot them from afar. In the spirit of driving range patrons who aimed their shots at the per sap, per sap collecting golf balls, so could the shooters aim at the workers disengaging cat- tangled carts and picking up stray balls. <laughs> but... It was in Waterworld that things got the most wild and crazy. Some highlights include the Tarzan Swing, which swung 20 feet high over a spring-fed pool, and if you let go too early, you could fall onto cushions, but you could also fall onto rocks and then roll into the water. If you held on too long, you could scrape yourself on the concrete on the far side, and if you didn't let go at all, freaked out by the drop, you might swing all the way back and tumble into the woods where you started. (laughs) the thrill injury factor of the aqua scoot was perennially underrated a rider sat on a plastic sled and went hurling down a 60 foot track slide so fast that he or she skimmed across the pool at the end in theory anyway in practice if positioned incorrectly the sled could sink as soon as it hit the water flinging the rider head first at good speed the kayak experience closed in 1982 for reasons that will become clear later on. The Colorado River Ride, according to Simmons, I think it's someone who worked at the park, was pure mayhem. Tubers would fall out of their vessels at the various junctions, one of which presented a tunnel or clunk, one of which presented a tunnel or clunk their heads on rocks while oh, jumping from one God. raft to another, oh. or just generally tackle into each other. I like that language. That's good. <laughs> The most infamous ride in this section of the park may have been the Cannonball Loop, a steep, enclosed tube slide that fed a 360 degree vertical turn. So it was a, a slide which would do a loop de loop. But oh taken there only by gravity. <laughs> what? Oh, Legend- no. Legend has it that a dummy sent down to test the ride early on came shooting out headless. <laughs> I think I've heard
0: that before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the ride was ultimately opened and it worked like this. After climbing 50 feet to reach the top, riders would get hosed down to reduce friction, clamber feet first into the dark shaft, and hope they got up enough momentum. Oh my god, Ben's put P- 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 a PSP. just ran a photo of, of it. Look what at the that. F- That's
0: ridiculous.
2: ridiculous. Oh, I'll God. add that to the thread.
1: Oh, please. They'd clamber feet first into the dark shaft and hope they got, off en- got up enough momentum to negotiate the full loop and come shooting out the bottom. Maybe in the direction they entered, maybe not. But the greater danger was clearly at the wave pool. Introduced in 1981, where on hot weekend days, as many as a thousand people would wade into a 100 by 200 foot basin in which one of the country's first mechanical wave machines produced a greater than three foot swell the customer base included thousands of new yorkers who could swim but figured they could body surfers would crash into each other in the crowd and strugglers could quickly disappear into the dark bottom the wave pool was legitimately terrifying said a crew member <laughs> and he was a lifeguard <laughs> holy
2: shit oh my god
1: rescues are rare at most ocean ocean beaches but action park guards made up to 30 a day it it was simply the norm says simmons at one point staff decided that if a visitor was pulled out he or she had to wear a wristband that read cfs can't fucking swim But <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately with the slightly more humorous side of all these uh injuries there was a A more real tragedy to the park, as was inevitable when you're doing this pure chaos. Mm. On July 8th, 1980, a 19-year-old park employee named George George Larson was taking an after-hours ride on the alpine slide when he was flung from the track. He flew about 25 feet, hit his head on a rock, and fell into a coma, and unfortunately died several days later. Jesus. But that's not all. Two summers on, 15-year-old George Lopez... Wow there's a, there's another celebrity called George Lopez George I'm going to assume yeah I'm going to assume it's a different George Lopez unfortunately I shouldn't be joking he drowned in a wave pool very sad sorry George Lopez didn't mean to discredit your good name a week uh, a sh- and a week after that so not even like a, a good amount of time between uh, deaths hmm. Jeffrey Nathan 27 collapsed while riding the white water kayak experience he allegedly suffered an electric shock triggering a cardiac arrest and died at hospital uh, there's there's more deaths but as i'm reading them i don't like <laughs> it's getting sadder and sadder <laughs> how many Christ. deaths are but- you could just tell us the total number if that would be easier there was six deaths at least in the list i've got wow. and i i don't understand how even in like the 70s 80s after one death you wouldn't go mm, maybe maybe this place shouldn't shouldn't be open
2: <laughs> three of them were people drowning in the tidal wave pool apparently yeah three that's people mental. drowned in the I- tidal wave pool
1: I think that was the thing about the tidal pool. I think um, a lot of the time they use salt water to make people more buoyant. Mm. But in this one, they were just using spring water. So it just made it so much harder to even be in it. God. But in truth, though, most visitors thought more about the daily drumbeat of injuries than they did about the fatalities. Almost everyone sustained some kind of bang up at Action Park. It was part of the appeal, but sadly it couldn't go on forever. Because when you kill six people, you really should stop, please. Eager young thrill-seekers were disappointed in the summer of 1997 when they journeyed to Vernon, only to find Action Park's doors closed. With the fraud indictment and other settlements related to various lawsuits, three of them from park fatalities, the problems were piling up. Great Great American Recreation, which was reportedly as much as $48 million in debt, had gone bankrupt." And after this, the park was sold on to a new owner who took charge. And Action Park became Mountain Creek Water Park, which still open to this day, I think. Mm. Mm. It carries on the spirit of Action Park, but in a a considerably safer setting. Gone is the Tarzan Swing. The Colorado River Ride now requires a helmet. And of course, the wave pool is now far tamer. Mm. That's the story of Action Park.
2: I know where I've heard heard of it from now which is the the Johnny Knoxville movie I was going to
3: say has it inspired because I'd yeah I'd I'd heard about this Johnny Knoxville film too
1: yeah, so there's a there's a TV series, a TV documentary about it, which I now really want to watch. But yeah, there was a Johnny Knoxville film about it. Action um, Point. It was called. Action Point. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which unfortunately flopped. and It wasn't a very good film. And I read an interview with Johnny Knoxville. He felt really upset about that. He felt he didn't do uh, the Parker one justice. Didn't he legitimately
3: <laughs> injure himself a few times doing stunts on that film?
1: Oh yeah, I I oh, let me let me see. Action Park, John Oxville injuries. Yeah, I, I, th- think, I think there were
2: several people doing stunts. I think the like some of the Jackass cast were on it doing real stunts.
1: Let's have a look. Okay, I can't find any, but like yeah, I, the, the thing is with Action Park, it was much like Jackass in that it wasn't like obviously everything was quite controlled and safe, but it was doing pretty death-defying things and. It got, he got injured, but hey, that's that's what Johnny Knoxville does best, and we love him for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow, Michael, thank you for
3: teaching us <laughs> about Action Park. <laughs> yeah! Do, do, do. Incredible. Right, <laughs> it's time for another question. This one comes from Samuel DeBarber, at Samuel DeBarber on Twitter. How do you separate yourselves from the production-slash-content creating pressures? How do you avoid getting caught up in the numbers and the comments and the anxiety of
1: delivering... Hmm. Oh, that's a fun one. I well, I I I I think I have a genuine issue with YouTube comments in that I've legitimately read every single comment that has ever been posted on a video from the beginning. It's, really? <laughs> do you still do <laughs> st- Still
2: to this day. St-
1: still do it really like, it's it's. I don't yeah it's insane like at the beginning I was like checking to make sure like, oh, okay is everything like going damn well make sure everyone's like liking the videos okay cool and then it just became part of my daily routine like go check the comments read every single one and for some reason even today I just like to keep tabs on it and it's definitely not a good thing to be doing as everyone knows don't do that don't read the comments it's mm. not worth it but I physically can't pull myself away from it mm. <laughs> wow but yeah but I, I think with Vidiots we definitely kind of did her own thing despite the looming financial doom (laughs) yes
2: yes (laughs) yeah that's true i think that's yeah in a way that's like a whole different thing is like how how what we did with vidiots and how we managed it and stuff but certainly like today um i think with certainly with podiots like i don't worry too much about how well it does like we we don't have any um outgoings with it really other than like a little bit of hosting every year which it currently more than pays for yeah
1: Um,
2: so you know there's no there's no pressure to make it like do really well it's not a full-time job it's not paying any bills it's just pocket money so um i don't worry about the stats and the the algorithm or anything like that i obviously want it to do as well as it can but um you know i think um with triple jump of course um, i care a lot more about how well things are doing there um but even then I mostly I prefer to look at the numbers at least than read the comments. I think I'll read the comments of um, a new format to see like what people think of like of that. I think that's useful. I might read the comments occasionally to see you know what did we miss out from this list. Let us know in the comments below because I think that is useful to know, especially yeah. if we're doing like a follow up list. Um, but yeah, with a lot of things I, I I just don't read them. I just stay well away um, and. Uh, But other than that, like on social media, I know some people say that social media, broadly speaking, they find very toxic and and difficult and it's it's not good for them. Um, And Twitter specifically, I've seen a lot of people say, I'm taking a Twitter break. I need a Twitter break because it's not good for me. And, uh, you know, obviously, like everyone um, uh, responds to this differently. And I understand that, like, some people might find it a very hostile environment. But in my personal experience, I've... Not really had like too many issues with Twitter. So like I'm fortunate in that the only social media platform I use now is Twitter. I don't use Facebook anymore. Um, Mm. And uh, for me, it just seems like actually quite a decent place. I don't find it that depressing um, any more than just the news is generally. And I'm going to see that on the TV or whatever. So that's not Twitter's fault. But in terms of the way people are with me um, and the things that we make, I don't really uh find that too bad so that's okay for me. Yeah,
1: we're very fortunate to have some lovely fan bases only. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah, I learned
3: pretty immediately what culture just don't look at the comments. There was never no, there wasn't anything particularly scarring or you know upsetting that was in there that prevented me from ever looking at comments again, but it was just like wow. Comment section, in particular the what what culture comment sections. Yeah, were awful just generally speaking they were awful um and so i don't like from that point on i've never ever looked at the comments i've gone in a couple of times you know as peter said with triple jump obviously really care about what's going on there but i don't i don't even look at the new reactions to the new formats i don't um you know look at uh look at the comments whenever I whenever I can really uh, like there's no there's no reason I would go in there, and if I do, mm. I scroll down just far enough to maybe see the top two comments, which are yeah. the most upvoted yeah. ones. So they tend not to be awful, um, but in general, yeah, like just stay away from comments. The comments are the worst part, and um, ignorance is very much bliss in that regard. It's where most of the toxicity yeah. is, and mm. if. If someone's going to be an arsehole to you, they're going to be an arsehole to you in the comments of YouTube videos. I have maybe on one hand can I can I can count on one hand the amount of times someone has actively gone out of their way to find me on Twitter and say something nasty to me, um, and that oh, was wow. from what culture. I've never had it since. Um, so it just it says not only does it speak volumes about how much it's worth avoiding YouTube comments, but in a larger sense, it speaks volumes about. Just how cowardly the people who are being nasty are in that they won't lift a finger to come and tell it to you to your face. You know, they'll just drop no. it in a comment section and and fuck off and just But I'm trying to be constructive. No, though. absolutely not. Yeah. Like they they don't want to help, they just want to tear you down. Mm. So for me, avoiding the comment section is paramount. And uh, yeah, as Peter said, when it comes to Videots and Polyots now, not too fussed about the numbers. Obviously we want it to do well, but it's not you know, it's it's not make or break for us. You know, yeah. it's not our job. Whereas triple jump, we're always looking at the numbers and fortunately in the past, you know, five or six months, things have really picked up for us and started to do really well, which is fantastic. But mm. um, you know, there's there's still occasionally, you know, you, you put out a list that three separate people have worked on, whether it be editing, writing or doing the voiceover, and then you see it top out at about six thousand views and it's like, Why? that sucks why is why is that why is that not done anything and uh you know we've come to the realization we've just we've discussed it ad nauseum and we i'm sure we will have the same discussion until the end of time yeah but there's only so many things with youtube that you can control and it seems to be sometimes just a just a fucking lottery if your videos actually get shown not only to the people who subscribe to your channel but Mm. get shown to people outside of that base um, and it's totally at YouTube's algorithm's d- uh, discretion. And I would say that is probably my only source of frustration and anxiety in terms of producing content for the internet. It's just, will it, will this video we've worked on even be watched by anyone?
1: Yeah.
2: Especially like special stuff. You know, I don't, even like with lists, I don't worry too much. You know, I, again, still want them to do well. Um, but, you know, if a list does cap out or top out at 6,000 views it's like oh that, that that really sucks but you know it's a list and we'll get them next time but when we for example when we read the novelization of the Sonic movie in front of a roaring log fire that seemed like such a fun idea um, and it just didn't do anything and that's like oh man that's like that's an actual shame that that has happened with that idea or yeah. uh, you know when we do a, a when we've done prove it's in the past that you know we've we've worked really hard on the live action challenge um
1: yeah and... it's like the f- the first let's play episode to get like what 10 fifteen thousand views and then the, the final live action on which we'd spend days working on yeah forget about eight it's like oh cool yeah yeah <laughs>
2: that's the whole point of the format is really just leading up to the the grand finale and it's like oh watch the f- watch the first 30 minutes of gameplay and not watch the good bit yeah.
3: um yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think the uh the the, the sort of if you if you can avoid if you really need to be able to separate the performance of what you're making, giving you anxiety. And when I say anxiety, I mean in the general sense of just like yeah. frustration. Um, from people being nasty to you on the internet because people are assholes. You know that if mm-hmm. you can separate those two things, then you're 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 probably going to find it a lot more manageable. And in terms of people being assholes on the internet, you can look at the reasons why. Are you? Are people being assholes to you because you're reading YouTube comments? Then maybe it's time to stop reading YouTube comments. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Are people being assholes to you because just by virtue of you being on Twitter? Then maybe it is time to take a break from Twitter. Yeah, you know, you just you just got to cut yeah. stuff out to you know avoid the assholes where you can, especially if you're committed to
1: making this kind of stuff. Mm. It's just reminded me of um my nephew had a, a youtube channel for a bit he, he do like gameplay videos he do like videos about all these pokemon plushies and all that and the other other month i was like "Oh, i'll go check in see if he's done any, any new youtube videos so, and then i go check the about page and his is the description of his now abandoned youtube channel is no i hate youtubing it's not for me sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brilliant! <dear>. amazing <laughs> so bless bless him he tried he Born tried for surely this red. Surely, brilliant context
3: that's great
1: I, I it's 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 been beaten to death but as always make make the content for you especially if this is just a hobby yeah um like you just cannot go into it expecting success because when it doesn't happen it'll only lead to anxiety frustration stress it 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 if, if, you, if you focus on doing something like, something like, oh, I want to play around with this. Let's try this. Let's, like, just have some fun with this. Let's try something new. Let's learn something new and put that in a video. Focus on that. I think that like you can tell when heart goes into a video when, like, it's something you really care about and you put a lot of work into it. And if you start, like, going down the easy route of trying to fish reviews then uh, it doesn't become your work. It doesn't have your personality. But, and then also it's just like, just do you have fun. Mm. But... Yeah. yeah, if you if you if you're in the liberating state of not having to rely on it financially, just have fun. Yeah, have fun. Absolutely, indeed. It's time for my thing.
3: It is, Ooh. guys. There is drama in the queer penguin community. <sighs>
1: <laughs> wow! Oh no, not the queer penguins.
3: This is uh, a news story from thecut.com and it is uh, it's it's quite a roller coaster. Here we go. Drama is afoot in the Dutch queer penguin community after two gay (laughs) lovers with a reputation for trouble stole an entire nest of eggs from a neighbouring lesbian couple at the same zoo. Oh my god! Within the queer penguin community at large, fostering eggs is relatively common. On multiple occasions, zoos and aquariums have gifted unhatched eggs to gay and lesbian couples exhibiting behaviour that suggests they're desperate for a chick, like building mock nests out of pebbles, which is obviously Aww. adorable. Cute. But rather than demanding the same of their caretakers, one pair of African penguins at the Deeren Park Zoo in Amersfort instead took the matter into their own claws by snatching eggs from two mothers-to-be. Wow. The conniving boys have since been sharing caregiving <laughs> duties, taking turns keeping the eggs warm and foraging for fish.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> kind of cute.
3: What's more, this isn't the first time the fellas have resorted to unlawful action. Just last year, the same couple stole an egg from a different penguin family and faced zero repercussions for doing so. It's no wonder after that egg didn't hatch they felt emboldened to steal again. <laughs> Meanwhile the female penguins have no recourse it says. While the lesbian couples are the sorry, while the lesbian couple are the victims here it's unlikely the boys will get the happy ending they so desperately desire. According to the zookeeper there's a decent chance that the stolen eggs were never fertilized meaning chicks may never hatch from them. When you think about it it's really quite sad for all penguins involved. Hopefully the zookeepers will step in and give everyone free eggs soon.
1: (laughs) God. (laughs) Free eggs. Free eggs. We'll all go down there and protest, please.
3: So there we are. Um, Two two gay penguins have stolen a whole load of eggs from two lesbian penguins. And uh, they're now looking after the eggs, but it's unlikely that they'll hatch. I can see the
2: wild inappropriate discourse now. Person A says, ooh, being gay is unnatural. Person B says, hey, what are you talking about? It happens in nature. Look at these penguins. They're gay and they want to, they want to like foster an egg. Person A says, ah, just proves that gay people are out to steal babies. (laughs) you know naturally it's naturally in them that's what they want to do all those all those baby napping gay people this, oh, this is the
3: definitive proof of that sentence
2: yeah, because a penguin did it in a zoo a penguin this is did
3: the
1: it future liberals want mm. i like gay, gay baby thieving i
3: penguins. like how it's not the first time the penguins have done it <laughs> yeah and and apparently, apparently they weren't even shamed for it enough last time so they thought it was okay
1: have you seen that um, that zoo that does like naughty penguin of the week and best penguin of the week? Oh no, I haven't. Yeah, uh, I think I think I'm dead. I'm just, I'm just going to find one and send it through. Um, so let's have a look. Uh, penguin of the month was Moore, who perfected the art of fish stealing and even takes it out of other birds' mouths. Wow, that's a good oh, thing, oh, sorry, is th- it? Sorry, that was the naughty yes, penguin. That's that's <laughs> and the good penguin was being a good moral uh, was flip being a good role model swims well eats nicely and knows how to penguin you can say nice. fuck michael
2: you know it's it's
0: <laughs>
1: It's, it's, <poddy>. it's flip. <laughs> no, fuck the penguin yeah <laughs> that's a great name uh, for uh, a penguin i'm going to do one more uh, we got naughty penguin of the month was bernie um, he's learning bad habits, for, habits from Mo, pecking the others in the face during feeding. And Dr- Draco was the good penguin for standing up for Timmy when Tux is trying to push him off the pier. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, I want to work in a penguin enclosure. It sounds amazing.
3: Just, just making up <laughs> stories based on the actions of these wild animals.
1: Oh man, incredible! Thank you for sharing the dutch lgbt penguin community yeah well
3: i'll I'll keep you posted on the drama in the queer penguin community i'm assuming it's just going to escalate in ever larger hijinks between these two couples and i am (laughs) very excited to find out what's going to happen next
2: it reminds me um the naughty penguins reminds me of a story i read the other day um about um a swearing parrot in a zoo that's had to be moved indoors away from the public um And uh, they said, oh yeah, this this parrot's learned bad, bad language and we've had to like move it away from public display into like the back where we keep some other parrots. And uh, the quote from the zookeeper was something like, we're hoping that the good parrot's behavior will rub off on the foul-mouthed parrot. Otherwise, I will end up with 12 bad-mouthed parrots and I don't know what I will do at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the sort of... Uh, <laughs> the air of like if that happens if that happens I'm totally fucked you know like um.
1: they've missed a trick there but you don't shove them away in the back room you give them their own exhibit and make people pay a quid 18 plus only to go see the swearing parrot yeah that's that's a money maker I'd pay for it yeah Yeah. I want to see a parrot say shit (laughs) amazing right
3: beautiful we've got one final question this comes from Harvey Latham at RV Latham one nine seven on Twitter with different capitalizations of each letter oh. for some reason. Wild. Brian Butterfield has COVID. It's a oh. Sunday and he's feeling sick due to Saturday treat day. You are all trapped in quite a big room, but you can't escape. So for now Why does now, this sound like it was
2: written by does, Brian it Butterfield? It does sound
3: very Butterfield, doesn't it? Brad Butterfield has COVID. It's a Sunday, and he's feeling sick due to Saturday Treat Day. You are all trapped in quite a big room, but you can't escape, so for now you're safe. But Mister Fluffy Ruffs is coming towards you very slowly. How do you fight off this massive lard boy?
2: Um, I would maybe just remind him that Sunday is rest day, and he should—oh,
3: very good. Yeah. He shouldn't
2: be coming towards us at all.
3: Oh, I've just tried to look up the different Butterfield businesses. There's a Butterfield Business Park in Luton.
2: Wow. 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 Where they're all based.
3: Yeah, Stuart Butterfield, Wikipedia. That's not that's not what I want to look at. Um, cool though. Oh, there's the Butterfield Business Group. Wow. Um, I just want to, That must be terrible for people trying to Google them. Yeah. Brian Butterfield Businesses. Brian, there's a LinkedIn. Hang on, okay. I just need to confirm this. Yeah, right. So someone's made a LinkedIn profile. Brian Butterfield, businessman at Butterfield Industries. It says, <laughs> if you would like to contact me about myself, this this internet website, Butterfield Industries, the Butterfield Diary, the Butterfield celebrities. What is this? This was, and then it just ends with then please, and then there's a colon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, okay, Brian. so I think I've got a list of all Brian's businesses here. Mm. Um, okay. So, okay, I think some of these are fake. The Butterfield Loft Insulatory Services. I don't remember that <laughs> YouTube video. Okay. No, never mind. I was gonna. I was gonna say maybe there's a relevant business that we could just sort of remind Brian that he needs to be, you know, perhaps tending to. Mm. like the butterfield hotel oh i've got
1: one i've got one go on i'm on the wikipedia page and it turns out brian butterfield had a speaking clock service (gasps) so we just tell him oh i want to know the time every second yeah so then he's forced to not interact with us but sit in the corner and just say the time every second
2: is that the one where they ring him up and he looks at the clock and just says it's about quarter to three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just yeah. sort of makes a vague guess. I a, think so. Around, around yeah. guess. Um,
3: what about if we used the clock in the room? You know, it's quite a big room, so mm. there might be a clock in it. Yeah. If we wound it back so it's Saturday, do you reckon he'd just keep eating?
2: Oh, he might do. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. If there's a calendar or something. Yes. We could uh, also. Um, Ask him um, what's on the menu at the Butterfield Restaurant because the menus yeah. haven't been delivered been delivered yet. But he will do his very best to remember. Yeah, if you
3: ask him, he'll do his very best.
2: And that might again distract him for a, a short time, especially if all of the meals available on the diet plan are, uh, you know, on on the menu. Yeah, you have to try and remember them all.
3: He would. That would be amazing. Maybe ask him to show off his uh, his collection of celebrity outfits or impersonations you know that he does lord's mayor croupier Mm -hmm. loads of different ones uh get him to sing some karaoke perhaps
1: i've just in, in the wikipedia page i didn't know this don't know if you know it but apparently brian butterfield is kind of based on a real life person is it really yeah the actor basil soper who was um in the personal injury helpline adverts and it's, I'm just, I was just about to listen to an advert and it sounds amazingly similar. Okay, really?
3: <laughs> oh my God. It does just sound like him, oh, isn't God, it? Oh my God, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It, lo- it looks it. like it, him too. He's got the, mu- I'm amazed that he ripped that off so shamelessly. He's got the that same hair, the same
1: moustache. <laughs> I feel a bit injured. Well, it is the same. That's incredible. The way
2: about just about uh nine seconds he says, now there's no need to worry. But he definitely says, No, there's no need to it's worry. Now. <laughs> so I've got the the DN beginning of now.
3: No and nothing taken from the money you're rewarded. It's all the all the sort of um emphasis is the same.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that is amazing. Can't believe Brian Butterfield is a real person. I'm just going to
3: quick, for the benefit of people at home, I'm going to quickly open it on my phone and just play it through the microphone so people can actually okay, hear it. Because okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, I'm not, I'm not mad at the existence of that. I'm just kind of really impressed <laughs> yeah. at how oh, the, close it is.
2: The linked, the related videos is the clip when he was on Shooting Stars and he falls off his chair.
3: It's <laughs> <Yeah. That's> brilliant. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's the video Have you been injured? Had
2: an accident at work? On the road or in a public place, unsure if you have a claim for compensation, concerned about hidden charges. Now there is no need to
3: worry. The personal injury helpline will handle your claim with no charges and nothing taken from the money you're awarded. So for a risk-free quality service, call us free now on 0800 085 1715.
2: If you don't make the call, you'll never know.
1: <laughs> I'm really upset they don't have a website for double double. The comments Call are amazing. Off. People have put
2: bread and have deltoids, <laughs> and bomb uh, bomb bomb. Just bom, please bombs bear with
3: there. me as I'm the only one manning the phones. <laughs> Lord
2: Mayor's <there's laughs> brilliant.
3: She slipped and fell oh. badly, bruising her back and both buttocks. <laughs>
2: oh. That's fantastic. Cool. I artificial sweetener.
3: That's so fantastic. good. What a discovery. Yeah. That's
1: great. Wow.
3: Okay. Well, there we go. Ending on a high there. Thank you, everybody, for, for your things and also people at home for your questions. Um, what What is it that I read here? Here it is. Store.yogscast.com. We've got some merch there if you'd like to consider maybe buying some. There's some Podiat stuff too. Isn't that
1: right, Mikey? Oh, absolutely right. If you head over to store.yogscast.com, mm-hmm. you can find a lovely selection of beautifully crafted Vidiots merch, including T-shirts, oh. mugs, oh. Oh. and more T-shirts. Oh, oh and a hoodie. And a hoodie. Oh, oh. Nope, yeah, the hoodie's still there. Good, good. Phone case if you're in America, for some reason. Ooh, f- fancy. And the best bit is, there's a special code, which gives you a spe- special surprise at checkout. If you use code Vidiots at checkout, you will get 10% off every she single says. thing on the Yogscast store. Wow. Everything. So please, buy buy some merch, look stylish, and be the coolest boy in town. Fuck
3: yeah. Yeah. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash... vidiots official twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official as well we do streams there sometimes I'm thinking of depending on if we go on the fucking second lockdown uh, technically (sighs) my friend Ben is in my bubble because I don't fucking see anyone Uh, Mm. so he may be coming to visit just before Christmas so I might do a stream then and that'll be fun we did so many streams on vidiots and it's been ages since I've done one now yeah, um, it's time to come back with a vengeance. Yeah, so twitch.tv forward slash video. It's official if you want to check us out there. Streamlabs.com forward slash the donations with a, quest- with a question mark, with an S on the end, is what I meant to say. Donate £3 or more. You get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. You'll join Pod
1: Squad and we'll super duper appreciate it. Mikey, what we got? We got Cumbob Squarepants, Trunters Beef Curtains, Cameron Skelly. Lil Will De- Willie DeFoy, one Val from She Cheeky Last Minute Donation, Harry Houdini Fucked My Weenie, What Culture Bosses Love Trump, Boris the Cock Johnson, Stephen Scuds, Specky Becky, and Prince Beefcakes.
2: Also a very tired Azda employee, Lord Brotovich, Emily Lemons, uh oh, Stinky Poo Poo, Aaron <laughs> Bollard, who is very generous, thank you again, Stukalicious is Pooping, uh, Raw Cunting Daughter, Lance Corporal Scott Bukaki or Bukake, uh, repeated concussive love tap uh, came at the Pog, and tiny Pete big feet
3: JT the destroyer Gar, Freddy Weber big titty jesus 42 Kevin from Con ooh allow me a drogy new boppers, uh chucky the fucky doll shit in my bleep then bleep me big titty jesus 42 again Thin Dick Passive Boyfriend, thank you for the generous donation, Owen Wilson's Own Wilson, invest in hamster cheese, and the lovable KZ or Kazzy. Thank you very much, everyone. That's your pod squad for this week. Once again, £3 or more, streamlabs.com forward slash donations. We love you very, very much. Mikey, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Best to find me at Parrot Boy on the Twitters, where I occasionally post funny things and nice things. Uh, skeletons, that's the last thing I've posted, so go and enjoy <laughs> that. I'm also, uh, as, as I'm sure we're getting to, we stream sometimes on uh, twitch.tv forward slash video's official. I stream somewhat regularly, occasionally, sometimes, so keep your eye out on the vidiots Twitter for when I'm streaming and also on my own Twitter. Thank you. Nice. Um.
2: But you should change your bio to no, I hate YouTubing. It's not for me. It's not for you.
3: Definitely should. Peter, where can people find us?
2: Uh, we are at confused underscore dude and at that Peter Austin on Twitter. But more importantly, oh. we're over at Team Triple Jump on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, and twitter um where we're doing some formats that are very videotic in the sense that rules boss is still around we're playing terrible games we're doing live action challenges we're cooking things we're not doing all those things right now because hmm. there's a pandemic happening you might have heard about it but uh that's what we have done there's a big back catalogue and we will eventually resume doing
3: absolutely Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps. Something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming along. Do we have a
1: final question for the people at home? Oh. If if you were a naughty penguin of the month, what would what would you have done that was so naughty? Yeah.
3: We don't want to hear any of that good shit. Give us the naughty stuff. Mm. Yeah. You'd be up. We need to
1: push off the cliff. Go on, tell Go us. Go on. We won't tell. We will. <laughs>
3: Thank you, everybody. Look after yourselves, and we'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye bye. Bye. bye.